Welcome back to the Wagon Wheel Podcast, everybody. It's Scotty and Steve once again. Hey, coming, you know, via Zoom, staying safe, social distancing. Social distancing. Uh, we're still out in Arizona. I'm on the patio right now in the uh, in a t-shirt, and I don't hate it. So uh, <laughs> live, gotta, live in the good life. Yeah, you know it's it's funny. I um we like we've uh we've done a pretty good job but there's a certain level of uh almost i don't want to say guilt but it's kind of guilt like you know we're in a pretty tough situation as a as a as a as a world right now um but uh but it you know i think for a lot of people obviously it's very tough and you know we try we try to help out any way we can um shout out to all the workers on the front lines and and our healthcare sure. workers my sister-in-law melissa who who uh is one of them she's an er doctor you got heroes all over the place and so we're thinking about everybody but it's also like for 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 a family like us we're a young family with a nine-month-old which if you listen to this podcast you you know because <laughs> you can hear her a lot um <laughs> but it's it's in some ways it's almost uh it's almost a blessing in to be able to um not almost it is a blessing that i'm able to keep my job and work from home and then also get to spend time with with um you know my daughter that i wouldn't yes. normally have done so i look i think like you got to try to when life gives you lemons you got to try to make lemonade we've just been trying to make a hell of a lot of lemonade that's the best way i can say right no, now i listen I, um, I think that was one of the smartest things you guys did and obviously i mean i have no idea what it feels like to be a parent would never pretend to um but i gotta think that's one of the things that you're always weighing is like when do i go back to work you know when how much yeah. do i stay at home how much am i away at the golf course all of those things and now it is to be able to basically spend every day with them in some capacity, obviously right. not every minute, but I, I think is like you said, a true blessing. So uh, I'm really happy you guys got to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I appreciate it. We're in a good spot and it's, um, you know, if you've got some more space and we're able to just kind of spend some time together as a family, how, how is the new pad? How are you doing, Scotty? The new pad is great. Um, I'm essentially very blessed to myself, uh, being paid to not work. <laughs> sure. um, our, our fun, our fundraiser at the club is still going strong. And so um, I'm just happy. I'm wearing, I'm just, I'm wearing the Wilshire hat. You see that? Look at that, people. There you go. Shout out to the, shout out to the Wilshire boys. Um, but yeah, so, so, so we're, we're doing okay. Um, you know, just taking walks and eating a lot of takeout and doing a lot of wine nights. So. Um, Have you been eating good, a lot of takeout? You, you, so you've been doing more takeout, less cooking. Because we've been, so so here's how I've gauged it. My 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 exercise has stayed about the same. My golfing has stayed about the same. I've been able to play a few times, and the, and we'll talk a little. I want to get into that a little bit about the social distancing golf. We didn't talk about that pre-show, but but sure. you know that's 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 a topic of conversation out there right now. Um, my alcohol intake has gone way up way up um but i actually think i've lost a little bit of weight um because i've just been eating like somewhat healthier and we do eat most of the time during the week from home but we probably will get takeout once or twice a week night on weeknights and then we were eating out on the weekend 
And so yeah. I think just kind of having the healthier ingredients and it's slimming up the chest a little bit, you know? There you go. Well, you got to get that and woman I, in the kit, in that kitchen a little more. And we got the mustache going. So if you haven't noticed that, if you're watching <laughs> on the YouTube page, I did shave the beard and the stash is, the quarantine stash is strong, but quite strong. Very, very Brooks-like. Yeah, I haven't seen Brooks. You said that the other day, but I haven't seen him. I got to look up um, the toast on that. But, but Steve, we we did get some big news in the world of golf. Um, following the the Indeed. LPG tour and the PGA tour, uh, the PGA tour announced that they're going to come back uh, at the Charles Schwab and Colonial, which is in Fort Worth, um, starting June 11th. Um, our boy uh, Kenny Harms and Kevin Na are going to be defending, That's and. I just want your initial, and then they released the rest of the schedule, which we can go through if you want. But I just kind of yeah. want your gut reaction um, when you heard the news that they were going to come back on uh, in the middle of June. Well, first of all, it's, my gut reaction is excitement because it's something it's something to look forward to, and I am a believer that you know, like I said, when 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 the lemons come, you just got to try to make lemonade and. Um, and so I, I think as a sports fan, you, I think all of us are feeding and, and wanting some good, some good news to come out of the planning, the commissioners, the, the announcements um, from every sport, not just golf, that, that like some semblance of when we can resume and when we're going to return back, return back to normalcy. And I think that like, you know, everyone's saying the right things like the, the Jay Monahan and, um, you know, PGA of America, the RNA, everyone's saying like, look, we just got to take care of, we're going to listen to world health officials and state and local health officials and governments. And we're just going to do the best we can do and make the best judgments that we can make. I think golf is the unique opportunity because, um, you know, instead of 20 or 30,000 people packed into an arena, um, you've, you know, you've got people spread across hundreds of acres on a golf tournament. And so, especially if you don't have fans in those, in those places, um, I think that, you know, um, I, I saw an interview with, um, someone from the tour that said, like, they think that they can put on a tournament with about a thousand, um, a thousand people on the premise, which still a lot of people you are going to have to test. You're going to have to come up with some kind of, you know, strategy and how you're going to sanitize and how you're going to treat it like they're talking about maybe they do just two sums instead of three sums i don't know how much that really helps but like but i guess you know i'm getting into the weeds a little bit there and i just think my initial reaction is that by mid-june that would that was kind of the time that i thought you know even a few weeks ago that 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 would probably be the earliest that we could resume sporting events right and yeah. I do think that golf is probably best suited to be the first event to come back. I'm glad they've been planning for it. I'm glad they're able to try to announce it. But I think everyone kind of is waiting with a little bit of a uh, bated breath here to kind of think, well, hopefully this happens. But, uh, you know, obviously we're just getting new data and information every day. So we'll see. But it's something to look forward to. That's kind of my initial thought. What about you? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm extremely excited. I'm dying for some live sports. Oh, um, I think, <laughs> yeah, uh, I am, I do have questions though. Um, you know, it, they released the schedule and didn't really give a lot of details about how they presume to accomplish it. 
as far as testing, as far as broadcast, as far as what does no fans mean? Like, is there a Wednesday program? Um, is family members allowed? All of those, I mean, you know, how many people are out on the range? How many, you know, all of those things, I think they haven't really figured out, yeah, developed a plan for. And so it's hard to be super excited without hearing all of those things. However, I'm super excited that we're going to get some golf. And I had a couple conversations and, and it was off the record, so I won't name their names, but people that are on or work on the tour this week and they seem like everyone's pretty gung-ho and going to try to make this work no matter what so yeah i mean i guess that's positive news right um to talk be talking to people you know in and around the tour saying like hey it's you know we're pretty much ready to go yeah i, I think i guess the one thing i'll say that's somewhat so awesome to that is it's not like they're trying to play in two weeks right they're trying to play in the middle of june which is still you know, over a month away. So those yes. types of details. Uh, seven, like how, seven weeks. Seven weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost two months away. So it's, we still got some time to right. to uh, be social distancing and, and hopefully things are really trending in the right right direction at that time and, and we can really get back to it. Um, uh, you know, I think the bigger question will be like when, you know, it's just so I, to answer your or your question i think that not your question but i i know that there's there's everyone has those kinds of questions right like so but i i think the tour is going to have to take that on a you know i don't think they could provide all the answers right now on that i think they're going to have to figure that out day by day week by week and i think they will but uh, but you know it just remains to be seen and the bigger question for me is when do fans come back right and yeah so the, so um, so just just so just so the listeners know here they announced the first four weeks right with no fans so yeah right correct good good point scotty so the first four weeks with no fans so and this is from our last podcast you know, they had they had still had a couple May events on the calendar. That right. Either canceled or moved those events. So it starts, as you said, off the top, Scotty, with the Charles Schwab um, on June 11th through the 14th uh, in Colonial. Like you're, like you said, our, our our boy Kevin and Kenny defending. Um, they canceled the um, the RB the Canadian Open, um, yep. which was supposed to be that week. Um, we got Harbor Town in a kind of an interesting spot in June, which which I like because um, because it, it's sort of a course that not it gets overlooked a little bit. I mean, this is um, it's just a great part of the country to be golfing in, and it's always right after the Masters, so no one gets right. It's always it. the week after, um, yeah, yeah, and it's 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 from everything I've heard. I've never been down there, but it, it looks like a great track and. Um, I'm reading off the schedule right now. We got, you know, Steve's hometown of Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, the Travelers, yeah. Actually stays on its original date, one of the few. Um, here's one I'm particularly interested in. It's the Rocket Mortgage Classic July, like July 4th weekend. Detroit, as we know, has been like one of the hardest hit spots. Huge, like hot spot there. So I'll be interested to see whether that actually stays on. Yeah. If, I was, if I was a betting man, I would say that that one has maybe the the um, one of the more likely um, candidates to be shifted around, I guess, um, particularly because it's you know 
it's not it's not exactly a prestigious event. I don't know. I mean, I yeah, like I'm, right. No, no, I, you're right. I'm not yeah. here to crap on the on Detroit Golf Club or or the Rocket Mortgage Classic, but I think like to me, like it would have been probably more interesting. And I'm just gonna throw this out there at that time. Why not try to redo the players? Like, why not try to just like get the players stood back up? I know it's July and it's, and it's Florida, but um. You know, I mean, Detroit's just not a spot that's looking very good right now. Um, you know, so I, I would have just thought that maybe – I think what they – it seems like what they basically tried to do, Scotty, as we lose this – as we lose uh, your, your video there for a second, is, is what they try to do is, like, they cancel the events that should have been canceled because they weren't there, and they're trying not to play favoritism in terms of sponsorships and everything like that, and they're trying to let the other events just resume as scheduled it's probably logistically easier to do that and everything else but um but we don't have to go through we won't go through the whole schedule right now you can find sure. that easily on pjtour.com um you know scotty i know one of the things we were talking about is you know if all goes to plan i mean this is going to be a jam-packed end of the summer and early fall um and if football starts on time and baseball still going um, I mean, and who knows what's happening with NHL and NBA? Depending on where right. they start, there's talk, and I I know I know this firsthand. There's there's talk that I've had at my regular day job with leagues that like you know they're telling players basically like treat this like your off season. Like we might not have an off season. They might be playing like the NHL and NBA finals sometime in like September and October and restarting the season three weeks later. Like this so this is this is insane. Like this is just gonna be mayhem and, and yeah potentially in a good way in right. um in the fall. But I don't know, your thoughts on kind of the schedule as a whole, especially as it relates into the back half of FedEx Cup playoffs and into the proposed majors and everything. Yeah, I think it's it's super interesting and, and I agree with you. It seems like what they did is the tournaments that they know they had to cancel or postpone, they look for places that they could basically plug them in. Um, and if you look at this schedule, I think the real winners are the tournaments, the 3M Classic, the, the WGC uh, yeah. and uh, Memphis, uh, those places that don't necessarily get the biggest bub, the Sanderson's Farms, um, those places that, that don't necessarily get the biggest publicity. Um, now become pretty mainstays. Um, you run, yeah. mentioned the Travelers, um, RBC. I think a lot of guys are going to want to play early. The guy, a lot of guys need to play early because of the FedEx Cup points, and therefore I think you're going to see a lot of guys, and I'm talking top ten guys who don't traditionally play in those venues, play uh, in either one or two of them. It's, oh, it's 100%. I mean – I think all of those, I think RBC, the Travelers, Rocket Mortgage, John Deere Classic, like you're going to have a ton of the top 20 players in the world playing at all of those tournaments, mm -hmm. which is going to be super exciting. I think more people, the the, the Memphis WGC was one that, um, that I always said, I didn't, I mean, there's a couple tournaments I don't like their spots on the schedule. And I get it. It's just hard to get them all perfect spots. But, like, that was a WGC tournament, and that's recently was moved around. And now, now I think you're going to see a ton of people play that where not a lot of people were. So, that's a, like you said, I agree. It's a huge winner. I mean, I'm just hoping that um, – I'm hoping that we can get 
fans in the stadium or you know at, at the at the venues potentially by maybe the tour championship but i mean i think that's probably optimistic i think um fall is the best time best probably more optimistic more realistic i should say chance yes people will be back and and i i'm even by then we're gonna have to have like really strict testing really strict guidelines really strict you know i don't know yeah i mean i think it's it's gonna be crazy it's hard to imagine but uh, but hopefully yeah i think to your comment earlier it's so hard and it's so hard for us to predict it's so hard for the tour to do anything because they don't know what the world looks like in seven weeks right so yeah you know who's who's going to need to be tested um is testing actually going to be available um what happens if someone tests positive are you able to take that one or two people out and not have to cancel a whole tournament like all of those questions have to be answered sometime in the next seven weeks and i don't expect them to be answered anytime soon yeah i i it's just going to be exceptionally difficult to navigate all that and it'll be interesting to see how they do it you know what i mean like, and then, like what if and, what if someone tests, do they test people every day if someone tests positive on a saturday like what do you do with the rest of the tournament like they could have been exposed to like 30 40 50 100 other people that are at the event um yeah so and then I, and then and then here's the other thing too okay great like glad you can get everybody to fort worth and play a tournament 140 of those people now get on and travel to um to yeah. the rbc like, like you're still, you can limit this to no fans. You can limit this to no family members, but 150 players, let's say 150 caddies, let's say swing coaches, agents, like those people are going to find a way to be there. Yeah. Like I said, I, like, someone, the, the guy, the, the head of the Seth, uh, whoever is the head of the PGA of America, they, they estimated like a thousand people per tournament basically and it's just in terms of rules rules official officials tour officials pr people swing i mean like you know so even though a tournament might only have 150 people before the cut you're still talking about a thousand people to put on an event at the minimum yeah. not to mention like tv people um and then i think i, I think scotty i think that they're they would have to look into um just chartering from from site to site like as many people as they can maybe even everybody i'm talking like two or three seven forty seven that basically take all the people that are playing pga tour events that are basically quarantined off you know what i mean and, um <laughs> and then what, I don't, you know, what and then like these are independent contractors they're not even like employees of a team which is different than other sports so like if yeah. one guy wants to stay in an airbnb and the other guy wants to stay in a hotel what do you do uh, you know, th- those are all those. I mean, these are the things that are lo- the logistical nightmares. But, uh, I, you know, I, I'll say this is that because, I, you know, in operations, I've done this sort of for a living, not to this extent, not crisis management like this, but there's a way to make when there's a will, there's a way. Right. And so, sure. yes. Will, will, will people maybe need to take chartered flights? Yes. Will people all need, need to stay in one or two hotels and not be allowed to stay at Airbnb? Yes. But I think I guarantee you, if you told every player here and every caddy, you know, all these officials here, here's the only way we think we can make it work where we're all going to play golf again. I, I, I would almost guarantee you that everybody signs up to do it. 
so I think they can work out those rules and regulations. I think the bigger thing is the health officials, the testing, what 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 type of testing, how quick can you get results back? What what are we trusting, right? And and what what do you do if someone tests positive? Like, can you just kick them out of the tournament and continue to play the tournament? Um, Do you have to retest everybody? Are we retesting every day? Um, or just at the start of the tournament, um, <laughs> some and some might. Even though I know it's probably, you know, you might just want to start at the start of the tournament. That way, you don't get caught in the middle. And basically, you say, like, if people are clean at the start of the tournament, we're just going to assume everybody's clean, even though you might not be. So everyone's going to maintain social distancing. Everyone's going to do all take all those steps. So in the rare case that someone's not, you know, was asymptomatic or didn't, you know, whatever, was not positive on Thursday or Wednesday, but is positive on a Friday that at least everyone's staying, you know, practicing proper social distancing and all that. I mean, look, we could talk about these details all day. We're not going to have all the answers. The tour doesn't have all the answers right now. Um, But I I think the the general point is, I think we both share this opinion that we're excited that they've announced the event. It's exciting to have something that they're working towards. Yeah. And that it's it's all positive. yeah, I, I think logistically, like I said, if there's a will, there's a way. I think they're going to try to make it all happen because it's in the best financial interest and in the best human interest of, of I think, everybody. By the time mid-June rolls around, I think, you know, whether you're a player, whether you're a fan, whether you're a tour official, um, you're just going to want to be watching golf again. Um, so, yeah, so TV rating is going to be good. So what do you, so we talked a little bit about this um, already, but what are your feelings? So the Ryder Cup, it's happening yep. late September. There's a, there's yep. I would say at best a fifty fifty chance by then that we have fans, right? Um, what are your thoughts in terms of the Ryder Cup happening, Whistling Straits, one of the more like raucous events, just the the, the event that where the atmosphere, in my opinion, is almost as equal to like the actual golf which happened the atmosphere is just as fascinating and entertaining as the actual golf how do you feel about the Ryder Cup being played potentially without fans especially on U.S. soil like if we're in Europe I'd say no like fine no fan yeah we got to play it no fan there's definitely should not have any fans this time. but we're in the U.S. Uh-huh. now and we're gonna lose all the home 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 court advantage home course advantage what are your thoughts? Yeah, so it absolutely sucks. And the idea of having this Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits, a place I know that you love with no fans, um, was is terrible. Like, my favorite thing about the Ryder Cup is, like, when Bubba goes to the first tee and makes everyone yell while he hits his driver. Oh, yeah. Um, I say all that to say this, though. If it means that we play or don't play a Ryder Cup, then – I can be as just as happy with no fans watching it on TV, which I personally am going to watch anyways. Um, You're right. Because it just makes golf so much more available. It makes that fall sports, as we talked about, so much more interesting. And, again, from a financial and a broadcast perspective, like golf, I don't believe, and all I know is a couple of tournaments, that places that I've worked at, golf doesn't make a lot of money at the gates to begin with. Ryder Cup might be different, but I know like regular tour events, they don't make a lot of money from you paying 20 bucks to get in. I mean, it's not that hard to get a free ticket to a golf tournament. We all have done it. We all know how easy that is. 
right? And so I would point. imagine most of, most of this revenue is going to come from a television perspective anyways. And so I would say, personally, as much as it will suck, if it means not having the Ryder Cup, then let's have the Ryder Cup and let's just make sure our TV broadcast is out of this world. Yeah, so you, you made a good point like right there at the end that I hadn't really considered before about it, um, which is what, like you, you could do some different things with the TV broadcast in terms of mic and players and caddies and maybe catching some maybe catching some audio that you just normally wouldn't, which a lot of people are striving for, which a lot of people, including myself, who work in broadcast would say, like, we we need to think differently um, to attract more fans. And I think more player caddy audio, um, I think the more you can get access to players and what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what they're sure. saying during game, during during the game. But – I think all that all that said, me personally, um, I just I think there's so much of an aspect of the Ryder Cup that is the um, camaraderie, the patriotism, the tribalism of of what what is it really all means. It's country versus country, and you know the the when it's you wait you wait every four years to have this in your country to get that advantage. Right. I mean, so this only happens every two years as we all know, right. and it only happens in your country once every four years. And I think to take away that all of that tribalism and that, that home course advantage um, and all of that, that really represents the Ryder cup. I just, I'd rather say, let's just delay it a year instead of two years, not skipping the whole thing. Same, same, same location, same time of year. Just we're just missing a year here, kind of like the Open Championship is. And let's just do it next fall when we have fans and we can do the Ryder Cup the right way. I mean, I know that that doesn't fulfill sponsorship dollars in this calendar year, but I I I would be more of a fan of saying, you know, we're gonna have so much stuff, so much good golf. We get the Masters in November. We get we got dude, the U.S. Open is gonna be what is it the week before the Ryder Cup? I mean. It's the week before the Ryder Cup. I mean, the U.S. Right. Opens in Wingfoot in New York. How great is that? It's great. It's great. But I think, I w- given what we've got going on in the fall right now, and given the whole situation, I would rather just say, give me the Ryder Cup. I've got, I'm going to have content overload as it is. I'm going to hopefully love it. And I hope that the Ryder Cup still happens with fans. But I would rather say, as a, especially as a U.S. fan of the Ryder Cup, give me the Ryder Cup in 2021 with fans, same location, same time of year. I'd rather just, I'd rather do it that way. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going. Valid. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not going no matter what. So like, if, if I'm just going to be a TV product for me no matter what. But but I yeah, but the TV product will be better with fans. Even though you're not agreed, you know, I, I agree. Yeah, agreed. And there is, I would say, outside of, outside of the Masters, there is a certain element of both the Presidents Cup and the Ryder Cup that really speak to fans. Unlike any other tournament, maybe outside of the waste management. You know, that's really the only other tournament yeah. where fans are part of it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm torn about this saying this thought because I love the ma- I mean I think every golf event has its own special thing to me it's very hard for sure. me to choose 
any major, and I, I mean this with all due respect to the PGA Championship, but like there's so many different things I love about the Masters. There's so many different things I love about the U.S. Open, and like the tough test of golf that it's supposed to be, and um, and there's so many things I love about the the Open Championship in Europe and the link style of golf and how different it is, and and um, it, but like I the Ryder Cup also might be my favorite event of the year because of how of a year when it happens because it doesn't happen every year because of how different it is and how exciting the whole thing is so i i just i hate i hate the fact that that we would be compromising any any level of what a normal rider cup should be um and I, like i get there's extenuating circumstances right now but i think I think given the fact that, that fall schedule is going to be so packed with major championships and football and, and potentially four sports going on at the same time, it's like, let's just wait a year and give ourselves the Ryder Cup we all love and deserve. Anyways, all right, enough on the Ryder Cup. I think they um, might. I think they might do that, actually. We'll see. I haven't heard that, by the way. I haven't, I haven't even heard it suggested, but I think um, uh, yeah, just what I, what I would do if, if we couldn't have fans – and it was by a certain date where like you think of that the cutoff, right? Like if we don't know, if we're not confident on August 1st that we can't have, that we can have fans or August 10th that we can't have fans there. We just got to make a decision and either cut it off or make the decision that we're going to have without fans. And we'll see. We will we'll see. Um, Anyway, so a lot of schedule talk. There's still, like you said, there's a lot of questions. We didn't even get into the fact, Scotty, and I don't want to spend too much more time on this, but we didn't even get into the fact that, like, the U.S. Open and the Masters are technically on the 2020 to 2021 PGA Tour schedule. So, like, there's a bunch of FedEx points that are still, um, there's that are still being like rewarded for those, and so like, yeah. and just in the history books too, it's almost like. What happens if you win the Masters in November and then you also win the Masters in April? Like, which Masters did you win? Did you miss? I guess you won the 2020 Masters because yeah, well, it'll be the, the 2020 Masters, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, you're already in a different golf season, so there's a whole thing that really hasn't been explained about how the points are going to work. Right. Um, so just interesting stuff to think about. But like, like I said, there's just so many logistical little things that they're going to have to consider. It's just going to be weird. Um. So anyways, what else we got, Scotty? Well, I think it's just interesting. Um, you know, before this all went down, um, we joked that he knew. I mean, I think it's interesting what a guy like Tiger Woods is going to do, right? Yeah. I think a guy that plays a super limited schedule um, to begin with. Yeah. Um, we know he's going to go to the Memorial, assuming that that stays. Um, but yep. he's gonna have to. he's going to have to play before that. And so you start looking at where he would play. Uh, you know, I, I think there's a pretty good chance he might show up at the Charles Schwab. I think as long as he's feeling good, like why not? You know, I mean, because uh, he's not he's not going he's not going to RBC, um, and I don't think he's going to go to Travelers. Yeah. I think he could play one of those, you know what I mean? Because, like, the ones after those are Rocket Mortgage in Detroit or the John Deere Classic. and He's not going yeah, to those. Right, and I, I don't see him playing one of the first five tournaments. And when, like, there's just there's just not that many tournaments to 
to be able to play. Um, so the so John Deere is before the Memorial, so he, he's not going to play the John Deere, right? Which makes me think he may play. If we're working backwards, and we know he's going to play Memorial, if we're working backwards, I think he he may play in Detroit or Hartford. I think one of those two. He's not. Um, he won't play in both. He won't play in both, and then he probably, like you said, he probably won't play in in the Charles Saab or the RBC. So I think he would probably choose like do you want to play in Fort Worth or do you want to play in Hilton Head I you know what I mean I don't know I mean yeah he'll probably, yeah, he's, he'll probably take a look at which golf course like suits suits him the best and he'll probably look at everything from the the type of grass to the grain and the greens I mean he might even have your state he might even he might be going there right now hitting putts and seeing like what tournaments he, he really wants to play in as we go yeah. through this new schedule yeah uh but it's just interesting to think about um He's, he's going to play, and for all of our listeners, I think it's fair to say he's going to play at least one tournament that is normally not on his schedule. And so, again, when we talk about television ratings and how this torque comes back, that's, I think, something that's extremely interesting as, as, as the story starts. Okay. I got bugs crawling over my screen, Sky. It's freaking me out. Um, you okay, so, buddy? <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, so the first major is the, is the PGA Championship, right? August 6th through the 9th. So, so supposedly that might get moved too because California is still in lockdown. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the governor and the mayor, especially the mayor of Los Angeles, is, is they made some pretty crazy comments. So, I mean, we'll see whether that happens. I mean, California, though, in lockdown, you're in California, I'm not in there anymore. Per yep. capita, per capita is like one of the lowest rates of coronavirus, maybe the lowest rate out of any of the 50 states, meaning like per million people, like they have the least amount of cases per million people. But look, it's still a big, it's still a big state and it just takes one hot spot and one mistake and all that kind of crap to, for people to, you know, for the whole occasion yeah. to be ruined. So I... I think that's something a lot of people have been talking about. Is like, is, is San Francisco really a place that we can hold the golf tournament? A lot of people have said the same thing about the U.S. Open. It's like, can you really have the U.S. Open at Wingfoot if yeah. New York's numbers are still like looking like relatively high? Um, I do think that, and I hope that they are looking at separate venues for those things because, especially if if you think it's possible, you're not going to have fans. I mean, you could you could you could roll a production truck and some, and cable out like any golf course ever. You know what I mean? Right. I, I was thinking one of the thoughts I had personally is like everybody talks about how Marion and Philly is such a um, is such a logistical nightmare. There's like no parking. It's a place is not. It's like just a small club. There's nowhere to stay. Like it's it's like um, it's just a logistical nightmare. Like people have to park in like downtown Philadelphia and like just get shuttled for an hour to the golf course. So it's it's um, I mean that's a this is a perfect time to have a U.S. Open at Marriott. <laughs> Let's just go no, here with no fans, yeah. and we'll just we'll go to or even move a PGA Championship to a U.S. Open or whatever you got to do. I mean, like I I think they should be looking at other venues that would be really cool. Another fun fact that someone told me, cause you know, um, not, not tooting the, the horn here or, uh, or, 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 or putting the knife in the, uh, in the wound, but 
I have had the chance to play um, Oakmont a couple of times, as you know, and that is a that is a golf course that um, Samus apparently, plugs. yeah, Samus plugs. Uh, they apparently only need a month it, um, to get the golf course into a month with like with fans. Like they they have vendors and everyone lined up where they think that if they get a they get a one month notice, they can set up for like a typical U.S. Open at Oakmont. Um, you know the course drain like every, everything just sort of works out there where it's it's this big open space, you know capacity like they've got everything worked out so that's also just a really interesting spot like if they like like they just said hey, okay the pga championships canceled they want to like have a july date to be like drop dead and if that july date's drop dead like they just go to oakmont and play the pga championship there and just move to harding park next who knows but I yeah know I that- I, i'm i'm sure the usga has given them that call to be ready yeah exactly um Anyways, so that's all good. So we'll see where Tiger plays. I mean, he's definitely, like you said, I think he plays in at least two tournaments that he normally doesn't play in. Um, But then, you know, you're going to go right into PGA Championship into FedEx Cup. So he's going to be playing like four out of those five weeks. And he's just got to make sure his body's ready for that. Um, So we'll see what happens. Other than that, man, we're just, we're living coronavirus life. We're just trying to make the best. Yeah, you're playing golf. Yeah, I've been out to um, to a couple TPC. courses in the area. Uh, TPC, we're, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to roll that one again on Wednesday afternoon with our buddy Bobby. You know Bobby. He played over at For uh, sure. his club out here that year um, at Fire Rock. Um, yes. So we're going to go see him and, uh, and, and play TPC Wednesday afternoon. Uh, might may try to squeeze in nine tomorrow, but we'll see how the work schedule goes. And then that's kind of it. We're out of here on Friday. I think we're driving to Ohio. So, oh wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you thinking? You? What, what are you? Th- what are you going to Ohio? 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 You know, for, so? Well, it's, at some point we got to cut off the, the. I mean, we've been getting a great deal on this place because nobody's Airbnb being any places. Um, shout out to Platinum Experience Rentals, by the way. They've been working with us on the price. They've been great. Um, Leslie and Dora, the owners, have been awesome. We'll tag them. Um, but yeah, it's we're in a great spot. I mean, I can't like I said, it's 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 great. But it's we've been here for it'll be over a month when we leave on Friday, and we we were planning on being here for like four or five days till we figure out. <laughs> we just love it so much. We're like, you know what? I think at the end of the day, again, God blessed to be this lucky. But at the end of the day. We're kind of just like, look, we're gonna we get some money saved up. Like at the end of the day, we're gonna look back and say, like, this is probably money well spent because, again, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just to see your daughter kind of have a blast and like, you know, she's trying to like, she's basically trying to walk. Like she, you know, yeah. she's crawling around all over the place. We're, we got a little kitty pool for her. We got at Costco. She's like playing out here. She's she's loving it. And my wife's been working a little bit. I've been working a little bit. We've been able to. Um, social distance but see a couple of close friends that that have been in here and sit six feet away and have a beer or two so it's just been like it's just been and the golf we've been able to golf the weather's been great so it's just been a, a thing that we've been able to you know it, it's money well spent but at some point to your point why go to ohio it's like at some point 
it's also good to see family too. And I know Em's parents would love to see the little one and uh, sure. weather's warming up back there. And, um, you know, we got to cut off the, uh, the double rent or double mortgage <laughs> at this point and, uh, and, and head back east. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Um, and then what? Yeah, what are you, so what are you up to? You just you can chill for a little while because we know like the LPJ starts back up around the same time. Yeah. So um, we're the week after. We're the week after the Charles Schwab uh, in Arkansas. Um, yeah. I talk to Jen um, at least once a week, and um, there'll be no fans at that event as well. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, we're we're good to go. Now, um, she, have you guys talked at all about? Wait, so where's Jen? Jen is she's an SC girl. She's in she's in North Carolina. Okay, uh, that's where she's from. That's where the family's home from. She, um, she she had a apartment at SC, but um, when they canceled the rest of the school year, she got out of that. So, gotcha. And so, oh yeah, you were saying that's right. You said she got out to Pine and stuff. So are you, um, you guys talking about like, you guys need to like meet up, discuss strategy or anything like that, or, um, or what, what's, what's no, going on? No, no, I mean, it, you yet. know, it's a, surprisingly like it just at that level, it just kind of really doesn't work like that, and you know, you do all all of that work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, um, makes sense. if that makes any sense, right? Um, and so, yeah. Um, that that's just really waiting all I know. Just wait a minute. Are you doing any exercising? Are you walking with a uh I am walking on your shoulders? No, you, no, no. Like doing no some weights. deadlifts? Just, like, with, just with a cold light blue Bud Light can is <laughs> do it for my walk is is about the extent of my exercise. So <laughs> um I'm happy with that. Um Everything's good. Um, Ventura County, which is the county right next to LA County out here, right. uh, they're opening the golf courses. So, um, so they opened today. Uh, like Rustic Canyon, some of the better golf courses are in the area are out there. So, I'm gonna yeah, try to play on out, Wednesday. You're gonna get out and play some G. I, I, I have. What about any uh, notice from? From the clubs, from Wilshire, from any other like LA clubs. I know you're close with all. No, no, LA, LA is still shut down. Yeah, he ain't going so nothing, nowhere. So you think all the clubs and all all the major country clubs in LA, Riv, LA, Wilshire, Bel Air. You think all of them are going to stay shut down for a little while? Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm not expecting to work until June. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Um, and they've so, been doing it here, although there have not been caddies. Out, so are they, are those shut down to caddies, or are they shut down completely? So I mean, I know I know Band and Dunes shut down. Um, I know, um, I know, I know Vegas and Southern Highlands shut down. Um, most of the places in Florida have shut down. I think there's still one or two that are open. Yeah. Um, uh, the club that you're a member of, uh, uh, Braemar, um, it, it yeah. is open, but I think, believe only open for members and to carry their own bag. Yeah, I think they stopped doing golf carts. Like I, I got there, I think one of the last rounds in, I was, I was uh, in a Directors Cup match, and that was right when they started like turning the cups upside down and putting foam in the in the cups or yeah um, so PVC. so so i'm 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 just hanging and you know trying to get my fitness right and 
you know, I'm a little reluctant to book anything in Arkansas because, again, I don't know what the plan is and I don't know how they're going to do it. Um, yeah. You know, are we going to be able to stay on our own or are we going to have to stay at, you know, I, I've no, no, no one knows any of those deals. So I'm not yeah. doing anything yet. Yeah, that's probably a smart move. Um, I do feel like I'll say this is that I know you'll get out Wednesday. We'll, we'll talk and we'll get your thoughts next week. But like golf is, there's, there's some debate about this, I think, around the golf community and around the regular, you know, just citizens is like, it, it, should people really be golfing during this pandemic and what, what, um, and if so, like, are we taking enough precautions? We talked about it last time. There's no rigs on um, the golf course. I think there's a, there's, a, there's I think there's a safe way to do it. Um, right. I agree. You know, it, it it's kept my sanity a little bit. Um, and I think, yeah, there's a total, I mean, like I've I've walked the TPC course. Um, I've taken a cart once when Emily's come, but like we grab a bottle of Clorox and basically just like disinfect the entire cart. So like I think if people are being, it's sort of like a little bit of a window into I think what life's going to be like until there's a vaccine, right? Is that doesn't matter whether mm-hmm. it's a golf cart, a car, whether you're going to the grocery store, whether you're going to some form of like non-essential business that starts to open up, like a sporting goods store or a you know I don't know any any type of other like small business is that like everybody's gonna have to think about what they touch, what they do, how they disinfect what, what like their doors and, and, and use hand sanitizer. I mean, it's just like all those things. But I think if we're smart as a community, golfing is completely safe. I, don't, I think I would encourage all of our listeners to go out and if your golf course is open, carry your bag, go out there, take that opportunity to carry your bag and actually appreciate the golf course. Because I can, I can tell you this, like when I, when I walk, whether I'm walking with you at Wilshire, Scotty, or whether I'm walking, um, you know, at TPC, and um, whether I'm walking any other Braemar, like, I, I think you start to take a little bit more appreciation for the undulation of the course and the architecture of the yeah. course. So, like, I, to me, personally, I, I like walking at least once in a while. It's sort of a refreshing memory or refreshing kind of opportunity. So, I mean, yeah, the, the, I, I, I love walking and, and, you know, there's days I love a cart, right? If I'm, if I'm going to be boozing hard all day um, yeah. and cranking up the tunes and just playing a leisure round, then probably cart, right? But if I'm, yeah. you know, in and out and just trying to worry about me and not have a full day of rage cage, then I'm, I'm fine walking. Yeah. That's all. Like I think the I think the point is is that you know if you're if you're taking the proper precautions and your course is taking the proper precautions, then it's it's safe to do. Like nobody should be raking bunkers. You just play preferred right. lies. You should have some type of device in the cup that's gonna allow you to right. You know, take your ball out that way. Nobody should be taking pins out. Nobody should be like replacing divots. They can do that afterwards. So there's. There's just these. This is a new world we're living in, and I think if you take the right precautions, it's uh, it's just good to be out there. So, I think that's that's all I got, Scott. Anything else? No, everything is good. Um, I think it's you know, thank you guys. I know you guys are locked inside and continuing to listen to the content we put out there. So thank you. Um, yeah. Try to give you guys content as or, much as or possible. Or watch now. 
right or watch yeah know? yeah well on youtube yeah. so check check out the wagon with youtube page and you can see yeah, steve's just, face and new mustache you can just type in so I, yeah you can just type in waggling with either Anton or the regular and on youtube and you'll find our page it's not hard to find so i, I was i was a little reluctant to like plug where we were on youtube last time it's That's very good. easy to find so just go do that Gosh. and then and what we'll do scott is we'll start we'll start posting some more content up there uh, I'll, I'll try to take some more videos this week if i get out and play some golf you should do the same if you get out sounds in, good in rustic or whatever and we'll uh we'll try to uh I'll try to uh, give you guys, uh, you know, some other content. We know what we should do, Scotty. We should maybe pick a hole on each course. Like, if you play on Wednesday and I play on Wednesday, let's try to, like, we'll text. We'll try to pick a hole where I play against you. We'll figure Love out it. the handicaps or whatever like that, and then we'll um, we'll do a Scotty versus Steve thing or something like that. I like that idea. I, I love it. I love it. I'm in. All right. All right, guys. Well, don't forget, Wagon with on YouTube. That's new. Subscribe to the page when you get to it. Subscribe. And then we also, uh, as you know, we're on the regular Twitter and Instagram handles at Waggle Whip. So you guys uh, stay safe. Be well. Try to find some joy in everywhere where we can. We're on the other half of this. The curve is coming down. We're on the other half. We're getting so golf soon. We got golf schedules out. So there's optimism in the world. Um, be good, be safe. Hopefully we'll see you next week. Trying to do this every week, but you know, we gotta make sure there's some relevant content. We gotta make sure our, our schedules all work out. But um who who knows? Maybe we'll even be able to do it more than once a week when I get to Ohio and I'm stuck inside in fifty degree weather. <laughs> so. All right, I'm in. <laughs> uh I don't I don't mean that in a bad way. I love my uh family in Ohio, so like I'm excited to get there as well. So all right. Take it easy, Scotty. You and you enjoy the rest of that whiskey. Have a good I night. Will. I'm going to bed.